0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Vienna, the podcast for people who have had sex before. You have? Yeah. So, not, not, like, let's not push that. <laughs> <laughs> we are father and son comedy duo. Are we a comedy duo? Well, we've never done
1: comedy together, so that's we a lie. We should, just as a one-off well, in the future. Probably, when we can get away with that sort of, like, old-timey look. There's probably, like, to be honest more of a selling point
0: in the father and son comedy duo than there is me individually, isn't there? Yeah,
1: and just, like, a couple of mates.
0: Yeah, let's maybe workshop that later. Yeah, in this well, case right any we'll spot- that's copyrighted, if anyone's listening with their parents. So we are the podcast for people who've had sex before, so if you've had sex before, enjoy. If you haven't, get out. Yeah, we don't want your filth round here. <laughs> get out, it's weird, man. You're pure filth. <laughs> uh, so if you know anyone who's had sex, um, command them to listen to this podcast. It is for them. It is a... I've went off on a tangent before I even start. Is it even a tangent if you start off in the wrong direction? Um, No, I think that is just the direction.
1: Right. Because we need now to get it back to what it's actually about. Um, Ooh, don't suppose you've listened to any number twos while having sex, have you? (laughs) That makes it sound like I'm into scat. Right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, this isn't how parents talk. So this is a podcast. What it really is, Kia. What is it really? Because I think it really is.
1: I, I, honestly, I'd say it's more of like a it, its own little fucking perfect ball of entertainment. I, I'd say we're, we've breached the realm of podcasts now. I'm sick of unbreached realms, thing. You know, which is why you have to have sex to listen <laughs> yeah, to this. Yeah, we're not breaching realms. <laughs> if you want your realms breached. Nightmare on
0: Realms Breached. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is good. Thanks. don't know what it means. but well, I love it. no way that's not the first time that's puns being made because realms breached doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so this is a podcast about popular music. Breaching your realm since 1942. This is about popular music. It's about songs that got to number two on the UK charts. But no further, crucially, which will be relevant in this episode, no further. If they got a number one, we're not interested in them. Yeah, I couldn't give a shit. We go to that chart and we listen to the song that went to number two and the song that got to number one. And we decide whether it was correct. And then we'll vote on it. We go, so do you think it should have got a number one? And if we both thought that it did, it is the new number one for that week.
1: Have you got any idea what we're on at the minute? How many... Have stayed how many have changed oh no, but we should yours. keep a record
0: of that, I think at least I think it may be roughly the same, I think it might be three three if I was to guess if it is that 's nice, yeah isn't it? so it would be nice, and then at the yeah. end of time when we 've done all songs, we can add them up and see whether we're the best no, The final
1: episode should be making a, a final official chart out of the ones that we've listened to.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea, right. isn't it? So this is um podcast. It's part of the Feltnout
1: Podcasting Network.
0: Feltnout Out was a cooperative of all comedians in the northeast of England, and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Felton where for different amounts of money you get different amounts of stuff. And it all goes back into a lot of work that we do for nothing. You know, putting on gigs Charity gigs, um, workshops, community work, all that sort of stuff. I went into a special needs school and taught them, anime, taught, them um, taught them cartooning the other day. You're probably thinking, did you, Lee? You don't know about cartooning. No, I don't. Someone pulled out and I said I will do a stand-up workshop instead. And they didn't get that memo and I had to teach cartooning to five <laughs> classes and I can't draw. So that's the sort of wonderful work we're doing over at patreon.com slash feltonout where you can get this um, a week earlier. And you can also get bonus episodes, but not just from this podcast, from a plethora of different podcasts, but also lots of video and, and lovely bits of written word and lots of different things from comedy in the northeast of England.
1: Hey, how are you have bonus episodes for podcasts? Because all are very hit and miss.
0: Yeah, all hit and miss. Like, some people don't get what a bonus episode is, and they just do a couple of minutes of nothing. We, you have to say, our bonus episodes. They're not really in keeping with the podcasts we do, but my god, no. they're all individual. We had one a couple of weeks ago called Stop Hammer Crime, where I interviewed Kia as if he was a hammer murderer.
1: Yeah, there was one about sand and glass.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> Yeah, there was one about it, where we speculated about the about how much sand is used to make glass. So <laughs> we do, if nothing else. Look, we go on tangents. You already know this. You can tell this. But on those. I think there may be 11 or 12 minute long beautiful
1: breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, one day some psychiatrist will listen to them and do a study. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit scared. Yeah. This week, Kia, we're going back to the
0: second ever UK chart. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, and uh, you may be thinking why not the first? I'll tell you why. Because of Joel Stafford who was at number two that week. Later went on at number one with You Belong To Me ruining what would have been a much better Bastard. selling point. But the second week no, no such luck for Mr Guy Mitchell, who peaked at number two with feet up, brackets, pat him on the popo. Brilliant name. But should that have beaten Here in My Heart by Al Martino to number one? Let's find out after a little sample of both those early hits of yesteryear, when, back when realms remained unbleached.
1: Here in my
0: so up had him on a let's hear him laugh feet up had him on a popo let's hear him laugh ain't seen a babe like this before he's so good looking gonna have some more Feed up had him on a so here we are 21st Hello. of November 1952 oh, oh, can you imagine we're seven years removed from the war, Hitler has been dead for seven years. Those two things are linked.
1: You can still smell the patriotic spirit in the,
0: the air. Patriotic spirit in the air. They're still rationing. Maybe. People are still eating. I don't know what uh, they eat. Beans, ate. Of beans. No, 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 o- beans. O- oxo.
1: Yeah, but not good oxo. You wouldn't see a fucking banana around those times. Oh god, you wouldn't special. get
0: bananas till about nineteen fifty-seven. I wouldn't have thought. No. Oh, uh, god, I, god. I that think was the Ro- banana. you I think banana came in came back roughly when rock and roll came in. I think, I think that was linked. I think that was linked. Is that what Banana are named after? Yeah, Bananarama Rama are named after. They used to be called Banana Drama.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, right. So
0: like, when we, and then they saw yeah, bananas fuck. and there was riots. They, put, they showed a banana on the screen at a cinema and there was riots. So they're like, ban this banana style film. <laughs> but that wasn't till '57. And then Buddy Holly brought out, "Ooh, I'm a banana boy," you know that? And then oh, died in yeah, the plane crash.
1: Yeah. But before that. It was a safer time before it, bananas were common. Hey, Less peels to slip on. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have, to, didn't have to worry about that. But slapstick comedy was yeah. a lot worse. Banana, so you know, the most disappointing fruit, surely. Do you think? It's almost savoury. Ah, but I like that. It's like pies that don't always need to be sweet, do they? You can have a nice savoury pie, you can have a nice sweet pie. Oh yeah. You shouldn't uh, stick the one wrong, I think fruit should be the same. Same, same as
0: with that. mince, you can have mints can be sweet or ah, I mean, sweet. Sweet mints is fucking weird. It is weird, but I do like it. I do. do it's
1: it's resonant of a season.
0: You know what? I don't think I've had it in many a year. Right. Hey, maybe it's now your yeah, palate's matured as a 23-year-old. Maybe now's the time to delve back into breaching mints. Oh, I wish there was a shop nearby. That could be in the
1: bonus episode of me trying sweet mints. Oh. Yeah, we'll um, do that another yeah, time. Yeah, we'll that at Christmas. Yeah, we'll, well, for well, the Christmas episodes,
0: we'll try mince pies. Anyway, so yes, those were a different time before banana. There was, I think, there's only four really great fruits, personally. I think there's a lot of good fruits but I, I would think grapes right really good apples pineapple yeah. and watermelon what about
1: like a really good strawberry
0: yes strawberries are the only other one I'd consider but that's so often disappointing they are but
1: that, that makes it better when you have a really fucking good one but is it worth the amount of strawberries you have to get through I think you can tell by visual sometimes. It's a nice, bright red, plump, male strawberry. Male? <laughs> I don't know why male came to mind when I thought of plump and sweet.
0: Well, hey, maybe it's because of the song, Feet Up, Pat Him on the Po-Po. That'll do it. By Guy Mitchell, which we've just heard a little bit. It's a jaunty little number. Oh, yeah. Now, Guy Mitchell was a big star. He had a lot of uh, hits, both sides of the Atlantic. But he's one who's been a bit forgotten. I don't think there's any of the songs that of his that you he would hear the name of and be like, Oh, that... Whereas that's not quite the case with Al Martino. Feet Little pattern pat on the Popo isn't really one of Guy Mitchell's signature tunes. And it's strange that it's American, I think. It sounds very British. That's American? Yeah. Oh, wow, He's, a, yeah, he's like it? a country guy a lot of the time. It sounds very musical. I would guess
1: he'd been going around pubs and stuff. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it would be...
0: He's, he sounds like very jaunty British. Like, there's even, like, um, the sound effects in it and everything. So it's surprising. So what do you think? I'm going to read just the chorus out. For this right, right. Uh, <clears throat> feet up pat him on the popo let's hear him laugh ha ha feet up pat him on the popo let's hear him laugh ain't seen a babe like this before he's so good looking gonna have some more feet up pat him on the popo let's hear him laugh nope. it's unavoidable that to modern ears that sounds really gay it's it sounds like a homosexual anthem of the time it does and I'd, it's interesting how times have changed that I don't think a single person would have thought that then. Is he
1: one of those people that later came out that he was gay and people acted surprised as if they couldn't tell, but then he had songs like this? No, because this didn't seem gay at the time. How?
0: I don't think the word babe was even would have been even used to mean somebody you were going out with then, or someone you found attractive. This is literally about him having a baby and wanting some more babies. So Feet Up pat him on the Paw is about... Um, they practice, and I don't know if it still goes on, where doctors would spank babies when they were born to start their breath, and then they would laugh. I hope that doesn't still go on. Yeah, I think it does, though. Sometimes they do apparently need that. So, feet up, lift their feet up, pat them on the butt, just give him a quick little spank on the little bit of his bot-bot, and then they would laugh. Apparently, that's what it's about. It's a song about him being a man who was a bit of a mess, and he's like, I've got a baby now, I'm going to have to be on the straight and narrow. I've been known to gamble, take a little drink, then there's the night I had a fight and landed in the clink. But now my rootin' tootin' days are done. Gotta be the man he thinks I am. Cause I love my son. Oh, feed up. Pat him on the popo. Let's make, make him laugh.
1: laugh. So what it, is is that? <laughs> yeah, it is catchy. It's a catchy song, isn't it? It's... Like, I can remember what that song sounds like. I've already completely forgot what the other one sounds like. Yeah. So Al Martino, uh,
0: with Here In My Heart, was the first UK number one. And apparently he didn't know that. Till he visited UK in like the seventies or eighties and someone told him. He was like, Oh, that's pretty good at it. I don't, I don't. So his best known song is uh a song called Spanish Eyes, which you might have heard of. It's 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 a it's a crooning classic, you know, like drunk men will sing it.
1: Yeah, I probably will have Ooh, just, you know My
0: Spanish Eyes. Oh yeah that, yeah, that is he's better known for that. He is also an actor. He's best known for his role in The Godfather. So like you know who, who, Oscar was he in, in, film. in Godfather. Well he played a, a character that was pretty based on him apparently Right. of a singer in the. it was based on him and Sonata I thought it was based on him whose career was mainly indebted to the mafia like the mafia sort of got him in with record companies insisted they put his songs out and promote yeah, them yeah. and then he was in a lot of debt to the mafia and had to do whatever they want and apparently that's not too far from what Al Martino did oh well that's nice yeah but it makes it a more interesting story because what you've got there is And we've talked about this, neither of these sound like pop music or rock music in the way that you would know it. From about the time Bananas came out, pop music sort of changed. Like you hear Bill Haley, and it doesn't sound like what's in the charts now, but you can see how it gets to that. Yeah. Whereas here in my heart, sort of light opera, isn't it? It's not
1: pop music. would you say he was the first industry plant as he was forced in? Oh, I wonder if he was. Certainly, there was charts in America and stuff
0: before this, yeah. where things could sell a million, but they would be sheet music. Mm. Um So people would buy sheet music and play it around the piano. That's weird. Yeah, that was a very popular thing. Like it could still have big hits, but I can't imagine he was. I would have thought it's. Na- there's no way you look at like the jazz stuff in the 20s and stuff which was heavily involved with mm. gangsters there's no way yeah, the main true. people in that didn't have their kneeca- knees ca- kneecaps, kneecapped. <laughs> kneecaps kneecapped kneecaps caps. Yeah. that's some why so many man. of them sat down when they were playing instruments yeah people think oh he's being suave sat there with a drink the drink's medicinal and he can't stand up <laughs> yeah so I, don't, I think he was probably in a long line of these people mm-hmm. but he's a crooner isn't he and he's got a nice voice Martino he does he's, he's smooth with it and you like, I think you like crooning more than I do. I do. Like, we talk, of course, about the time you were sat in your bedroom when you were 18, having a whiskey and a smoking jacket with some jazz on. <laughs> yeah. as you know, I like my jazz-free jazz.
1: Yeah, you like your more improvised mm, stuff. Mm, where it, it,
0: it really still... hits my ADHD brain.
1: If I can imagine I'm in a fantasy cocktail lounge in the in the 20s New York or something. Yes, yeah. Listen to some almost backgroundy jazz. Oh, yeah. Like... I just wanna
0: set the mood for myself. It feels like, and I don't know, I think this is probably an arrogant take, like the the kind that people who sing that sort of music, you know, yeah, Tony Bennett, yeah Frank Sinatra, yeah Boo (laughs) Blaze, they would think like, no, you don't know the intricacies, and I'm sure that's true, but it does feel like the sort of music that you could sort of have a go at if you can't sing and maybe get away with it. Yeah, you could try, couldn't you? And I don't know if that's true, But you're listening, start spreading the news. Like, everyone can do that. It's sort of like that sounded bad there. No, it sounded alright. I certainly sounded better than I would singing any other sort of music. Yeah. And I wonder how much of it is the popularity of even like that big bandy sort of thing today. Part of it is due to the fact that like Italian Americans and gangsters and that look pretty cool. They do. Like, how much of Frank Sinatra was based on fucking hell, look at Frank Sinatra,
1: man. (laughs) Yeah. Like it is, I reckon that was most of it. Yeah. I reckon it was definitely the sort of look and attitude of, of those people as opposed to... Because they all sound very similar. Like, if, if you <laughs> played as a song that I didn't necessarily know by what, one of those, you know, sorts of people, I don't think I could tell just the voices apart. Yeah. I might be able to, but not enough as you could between, you know, other, other styles of Although music. Although, in
0: fairness to Martino, there's a bit of that in this song, but he does also
1: do it a bit of
0: opera style singing. Yeah.
1: And, Here in my heart, oh, which I think a, is harder. Yeah, that is a, a talented bloke if I've ever fucking seen one. So was. he's got a belting oh. voice, but he's not, he's not grabbed you, has he? Nah.
0: What if I was to say, and I think this is impressive, right, he had nine weeks at number one with this, i right. was, the first ever number one. And in the time since then, and this is 1952, that's what, like 70 years there's only been eight songs that have been at number one for longer. That's quite impressive, isn't it? That is now, pretty impressive. I'm going to go onto the page for that song, right? Um, and let, let's see if we can guess some of those songs. Like, I know I know some of those songs. Right. So, Al Martino, Here in My Heart. Not the lyrics. The lyrics are lovely. No one's doubting that. Let's see if... Master, Kia, Kyle. Now there's some for people my age that are <clears> obvious <throat> because there was a number of really big um, songs in the 1990s that's the number yeah. one for a while. So,
1: so is it's... this just any time?
0: Yes, from then till now. One of them's quite recent and I'll be honest, I don't know it. Oh God. I... So number one, consecutive run. There are, there are, There is, a, I will say Frankie Lane's, I believe, spent 18 weeks at number one but not consecutively so that doesn't count. Yeah. If you were going to go I believe by Frankie Lane, obviously, which I know you were. Oh, yeah, I will give you a pound for each of these ones you get. A whole
1: English pounds. Is the recent one a Harry Styles song? It is not. Ah, fuck. Well, that's the pretty much the only guess I had, I'll be honest, because I've heard that a lot recently, and it's not very good. Um, I, I know saying... there's not going to be any Lizzo on there, because... <laughs> God, yeah. I would have heard uh, everything about it Eve if we, Lizzo was on. have tickets for Lizzo. In yeah, oh, I've heard. Yeah, you and you and me mum going yeah. to Lizzo right, by it? yourselves without a child or you a young girl to take. Well,
0: you know, I find dancing really uh, d- uncomfortable and I just feel like it'll be a place where people dance a lot. And I feel like I'll be the oldest person in there and I'll be sat down.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is um, yeah. See You Again on there? It is not. Two oh. of them are cover versions. Um, I'm willing to say I will. T- I, I'm, I can tell you who the cover versions of, like who did the original, but, but that will mean it is only a fifty pence. Oh, I'm going
1: lose that, yeah. that. chance. You know what, mate? I'm I'm stumped. Okay, I'm stu- tell, us the, tell us the the cover originals. Okay,
0: one of them I don't think is gonna help. One of them is a cover version of a Troggs song. Right. The other is a cover version of a Dolly Parton song. Both of these were around the same time in the 1990s. Yeah, I can't make a single one. Okay. You might as well just listen. We them have off, obviously top 16 weeks. Brian Adams, "Everything I Do, I Do It For You." That was- I don't even know that song. You do. I do like. I've heard the title. I've but never heard the actual song. I will say that one is one I've been saving for later weeks because one of the number twos to that song was. I'm too sexy by right
1: side fred. I mean, we know what's in there. It's we not do even...
0: Well, Let's let's not prejudge. The the, the trout <laughs> one is um, "Love Is All Around," the right. cover by Wet Wet Wet. Which credit to them, they could have I think maybe beaten Brian Adams's record because they got 15 weeks. But Marty Pello was so sick of hearing it, and he thought everyone was going off his band that he pulled it from Sailor for 15 weeks, so he couldn't buy it anymore. Oh, what a bastard! Ruined it for the rest of them. Yeah. Drake's One Dance also hit 15 weeks Oh, fair. I wish I knew that I, I know it but I didn't think it was that popular It's different nowadays as well isn't it because a lot of it's airplay as well and streams. so yeah, it's a slightly no. different thing People wouldn't necessarily have to go into a shop to buy Drake's One
1: Dance I was trying to think of songs that I've just heard on a lot of things, You know, whether that be adverts whether that be mm. your social medias but now that one I know it's popular, didn't it really be that popular Well there you go David Whitfield's Cara Mia,
0: which I think was a 50s song and sort of maybe like yeah. upright itself. Umbrella by Rihanna, which I think... Really? That I knew it was well. a big hit, but I didn't yeah, know it was... Yeah, I didn't
1: think, didn't think it'd blow
0: up in that way. It is a fucking banger, though, isn't it? Oh, it's a fucking great song. Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You for 10 weeks. Oh, yeah, fair. Which I remember came out and there was a police report. Somebody got arrested for... Um, and disturbing the peace because they played that song over and over and over again for just weeks at top volume in the house like just all night as well and um, then we have Slim Whitman's Rosemary which I don't particularly know. I think it may be country and again you know from what, a long I'm time glad ago. I didn't
1: keep up this guessing
0: because I wouldn't have got a single and one I don't think more recently and I I don't know this you may know this Tones and Eyes Dance Monkey
1: It's a fucking terrible song it's a really bad
0: fucking song <laughs> well I've never heard that so how about the bonus episode for this one I listen to that New, listen to Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do for you. Oh, and yeah. then we both go,
1: oh yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So that's the context
0: of the popularity of here in my heart. And do remember, if we do swap them around, what that means is it's not a one week thing. It means feet up, pat them on the popo by Guy Mitchell has an eight nine week reign. As the UK's number one.
1: God, do I really want to give it a nine week rating? Because it's a
0: novelty song, isn't it? It's a one off. It's, it's a bit of fun. It's a nice message. Oh, me life's been a bit of a mess. I've got this kid now. Bloody love him. Also, it mentions the po in it, which now just means the police. Yeah. It's like he's spanking the policeman on his body.
1: That's a pretty good song. <laughs> like, like if it's you, like uh, the, the whitest uh, version of Straight Out of Company <laughs> in the world. <laughs> he fucking spank,
0: spank the police, <laughs> come and out the underground. <laughs> It's, it's it's interestingly a very different song these days and there's no way you could do that and it not be really camp nobody yeah. would be listening to that chorus thinking oh, that's nice he's had a little baby he's had a little so he's spanking the policeman till he laughs, <laughs> and he, he's so good looking he, he's gonna have some more <laughs> I wonder what Guy Mitchell thinks about this like he's not alive anymore Mitchell but as a relatively like a country singer a lot of the time I'm not I don't want to put views into his mouth let's say, let's say Guy Mitchell whether there's anything on his Facebook page about what I love it, I love a Facebook page with a controversy <laughs> section but let's see if there's even a hint at his political biases because a lot of times these people a lot of old olden day stars end up running for Congress and they're nearly always Republican life and career died in oh he died about two weeks after you were born, yeah. Guy Mitchell. Guy Mitchell died so that you may live but a bit in the past. I like to think I've got a big guy in us. I will say it doesn't seem on his Wikipedia page that there's any particular controversies. Good.
1: He lived Go in that to
0: him. He lived in San Francisco for a while. I'm not saying like whether you know, I'm just, just saying there's a link. there's a link. <laughs> he was called Guy Mitchell. Um, that wasn't his real name. He was given that name by Mitch Miller from Columbia Records. He was called Albat George Cernick, which seems maybe a Polish name. It's uh, not as good as M- Guy Mitchell, is it? Well, he it said he
1: doesn't sound as, as pure blue American. No, showbiz, you did see why yeah. they did that.
0: Mitch Miller called him Guy Mitchell. He says, My name is Mitchell, and you seem like a nice guy, so we'll call you Guy Mitchell. <laughs> of
1: course. Brilliant.
0: And his song, this, this seems like the sort of thing you might have heard. Right. His song, Heartaches by the Number, was part of the
1: soundtrack for the 2010 video game Fallout New Vegas. You know what? That's the, the arguably the best Fallout game from what I've heard. And it's the one that I haven't played. So maybe, maybe I'll need to. That is a shame, isn't it? There is a guy, Mitchell
0: Appreciation Society. He's also... The, let's click on his obituary. Is this what we're doing? Clicking on his obituary? We certainly are. He's from Detroit, Guy Mitchell. Ah, same as Alice Cooper, so
1: uh, uh, I like him for that. What a history of, of course, Rock City Detroit, innit? Yeah. So you've got a. Was Susie Cuaro from Detroit? I think she was. But uh, I'm not 100% on and that And then it yet. went on to be a big place in terms of um, house music as well, Detroit. Mm.
0: And of course rap music, Eminem's from there. It's quite a history, innit? Oh, it's a musical city, like, we'll, we'll go there sometime. This is by Stephen Holden, Guy Mitchell, seventy-two, pop crooner of the fifties. Guy Mitchell, the jocular pop crooner of lightweight songs. That's his jocular; he's a laugh. He epitomized the clean-cut boy next door in the early nineteen fifties. Died on Thursday at Desert Springs Hospital in Las Vegas. It's a shame, isn't it? He was seventy-two it? and lived in Las Vegas. Well, that's you. That makes sense, right? you will have had a Vegas residency. He's earned it.
1: Yeah, so exactly. He probably knew Al Martino. There's no way he wasn't playing Vegas. Nah, they'll, they'll have recreated those dogs playing poker or whatever the painting is. It's, <laughs> the, it's the smartest thing I could think of, like the most classy.
0: His As rock and roll stampeded onto the charts, he had over 40 hits. This is in America, he had over 40 hits so, you know, it's a lot of them novelty folk or country. As rock and roll stampeded in the charts in the mid-50s, Mitchell's moments seemed to be over.
1: Mitchell's but, moments, I like
0: that. But by shifting the emphasis from novelties to country songs, Mitchell enjoyed a second wind with singing the blues, rockabilly, and a second and final number one hit, hit Heartaches by the Number. That's nice, isn't it? He was also a movie actor. But what we, what we need to discuss is which of these songs is the number one. But first, let's go through, we normally like to go through the top 40. I will say all that is recorded on the UK charts website here is the top 12. It's close enough. It's tra- with a lot of actually famous people with songs that I don't know what they are.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're not going to go away on any of these songs, but we'll... A lot of this people. might be me
0: asking so, you if you've heard of the people. Yeah. So, Half As Much by Rosemary Clooney. Rosemary Clooney, I know, is really famous, um, certainly in America, and is mentioned in Greece. Of course she and is. She goes, oh, there may be among you young ladies a, a Rosemary Clooney. Oh, right, yeah, okay, That's I recognise that don't know the song Bing Crosby the Isle of Innisfree I don't know no idea I know Bing Crosby um, yeah big, big star name. for many he was a big star before this I know he was a big star in the 40s I think he was the biggest um, That'll star I recognise him yeah he was the biggest numbers. recording star of the 40s but he had a long career um, not long before he died he recorded a famous version of Little Drummer Boy with David Bowie that's played oh, actress. That's, that's impressive isn't it yeah, no. and you can sort of tell he's no idea who Bowie is nah he, also, he famously used to uh, batter his kids Ooh. with a stick. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bing Crosby. You Belong to Me by Joe Stafford, which is the, sec- the first ever number two, but as we know, later climbed to number one. Somewhere along the way, do you know Nat King Cole? I know Nat, Nat King, King Cole, of course famous. I know Nat King Cole. Unforgettable, that's what you are. My, my granddad's favourite, old Nat King. High Noon, brackets. Do not forsake me by Frankie Lane. Of course, Frankie Lane you were gonna guess earlier, but his song I believe wasn't a concurrent number one, you see. It's a shame. So couldn't have Couldn't have done that. It it seems like, I don't know if it is, but Frankie Lane absolutely sounds like copy, rhyme and slang for something. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Lanza, um, because you're mine, I know he's an opera singer. I love the their Opera in the yeah, 50s. The it was big. Classy Pop music didn't time. exist yet. It was old people buying these, you know, yeah. like Take My Heart by Al Martino. Twice in the top ten for Big Al. No, oh, he's, had done a well, novel yeah, for he's done that, uh, yeah. Someone you definitely know. My Love and Devotion by Doris Day. Oh. Number ten.
1: Lovely Died those.
0: about three years ago, Doris Day. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. What business has she got yeah, oh, still been no. alive recently? Come on. It's fucking embarrassing for you. Then I'm going to skip one because we've got number twelve. is also Doris Day and Frankie Lane. Two big stars coming oh, together. Oh. With a song called Sugar Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. And before we make the decision, let's celebrate number 11. Perennial Kia Kyle favourite with the homing waltz. It's only Dame Vera Lynn. Oh. Also, alive weirdly recently.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you know, God and fate both decided that that Vera needs to go on as long as possible because she brought hope to a nation. She didn't did. She? she did. She was so. very much
0: the, the wartime Vera Lynn she was the forces sweetheart do you reckon she banged many soldiers all the time because like all the fucking time when they had like the war in Iraq and stuff or oh, and they would send they would go to the new forces sweetheart it was like page three girls and that yeah and like it feels
1: like the least Davey could do she must have I mean anyone that was left back was all like all the people she'd have met was you. You're show busy, you know. Not your rugged, your, your rugged, hard, protective That's men. i are like not thinking the of the women lines. left behind now. Are they
0: wanting a good... You know, are they've not, they not had a good bang for years. Yeah. It's only right for fucking... Keep Vera's spirits up, if now else. Yeah. She's got to be tell, singing about the white cliffs. Spoil for choice, you yeah. know. In a way, I'd judge if she wasn't. I'd, I'd have done the same if I was Our brave boy's fighting Fritz, and all they want is a bit of a fucking gobble off Dame Vera. <laughs> <laughs> this is explicit, this episode, oh, isn't oh, it? Oh, God so on that note sorry for besmirching your hero there for that note do you want to go first do you want feet up pat him on the popo or hear in my heart because I'm mulling it over I'm still not 100% sure no to but... a tricky one I feel like looking at the past if feet up pat him on the popo had a long ring at number one I think you'd still hear it these days it would occasionally be on yeah. stuff Whereas you don't hear here oh, in my heart.
1: Question: Are any of the gangsters involved in the here in my heart boost still around?
0: Oh, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, I wouldn't have thought. So I don't want to. I don't want to get on their bad ago. side. Yeah. I, the thing is, whatever we if we say that wins now, we're gonna have allegations that we've been bought off. Aren't oh my shit! Sounds gonna go well. You kind of trust them all Vienna lads. I like that point about v Vrelin. Sure, but you can't trust and. If nothing else, But is that be... worth
1: losing with forearms over? I don't know where against that. I would hate people. to lose
0: me forearms. I need me forearms. Honestly, if you're listening to this, any crime syndicates, I need me forearms. I need them. Go for the
1: spleen, yeah. if nothing else. But Take care. Spare me. All right, but look after me forearms if Leave you Leave his forearms. Leave me forearms alone. Needs them. You bastards. But would the charts have
0: had credibility if the first number one for nine weeks was... Feet up, pat him on the port by Guy Mitchell. Like maybe you needed like something sensible that like the oldies would get into.
1: Yeah, it would have set the tone for the charts. wouldn't it it's like if Gangnam Style became the first number one, which fair, like, yeah. I wouldn't have minded like, Everybody loves I Gangnam Style.
0: No one's debating this, but you also need like what we've always said. The good thing about the charts is, in these days, it was a wide spectrum, wasn't it? Like a lot of the charts until quite recently, you'd have a surprise hit because old people liked it, and yeah. there's something to be said for that. This is a ho- this is the hardest one so far, and sort I of yeah. think it might be, you know. What we'll do on three, right? We we'll one, two, three, then say it. So right. after three, cool. Say either Guy Mitchell or Al Martino, because cool. I think we would want to see each other. Okay. One, two, three. Al Guy Martino. Oh, 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 there oh, you God. go. And I think it's the closest one so far. But I think we're gonna have to say, Guy Mitchell. Your time will come. You do have number ones. Don't oh, you worry about that. Son. Don't
1: worry, lad. Don't let we'll put you down.
0: Al Martino, I promise I'm not being paid off. But you are this week's still number one in the uk charts a nine-week reign for al martino's here in my heart which incidentally i well think done, if i was a guys. bit younger well i think i would have went the other way i think maybe since i'm getting older i was
1: appreciating it more you're the opera loving hussies that you find in the 50s chart i must be unfortunately i'm the age of people now who would have bought that shit oh god
0: that's miserable <clears> for you isn't it yeah. so anyway everyone head over to patreon.com slash to pay a little bit of money and you'll hear a wonderful bonus episode where we hear songs we might have heard before fuck
1: off fuck off everyone fuck off
0: That was a Out production. To find out more, visit
1: feltnout.co.uk.